Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Ho, ho, hello there and welcome to our Christmas special of Skeptics and Believers, a paranormal podcast. On this special bonus episode, we're going to be discussing Krampus. So please do sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the show. So yes, as it is Christmas, we thought, what can we talk about? And then Matt said, why don't we talk about Krampus? He's Santa's nasty friend. He's Santa's nasty friend. If we imagine that you're Santa, Mike, I like to think of me as Krampus. Perfect, that would work. Perfect analogy. <laughs> yep. I can see that, yeah. One of us is bearded and jolly. <laughs> and, and the, the other, other one is a, a hairy goat man. So it, so he's essentially the yin man, to yeah. the yang of Santa. Or the, he is, yeah. Right, okay. I'd never heard of Krampus. No, I hadn't. don't know where I've been. Prior to this, I was aware of the films that have been made about Krampus and thought that Krampus was this made-up creature for cinema. But as you will hear, he actually has, I say he, Krampus has its origins going way, way, way back to pre-Germanic paganism, where, from what I understand, Krampus was depicted as the son of the Norse god of the underworld, hell, and he originated in, like, the Slavic and uh, Austrian kind of areas. Yeah, Austria, Hungary, Slovenia, places like that. Yeah. yeah. And the name Krampus comes from, well, there's two ideas where it came from, which is either the Middle German for claw, which is kral, or the Bavarian for lifeless and dried out, a bit like Matt's penis, uh, cramping. <laughs> I do call it my cramping. <laughs> but interestingly, Krampus originally referred to a category of monster rather than a specific kind of creature. So that that's kind of like the... Etymology? Is that's, that right? The etymology of it? Yes. Not entomology, which I think is insects. Etymology. Yeah. Or endoscopy, which is, I think, your throat. Or is that your, is that up your bum bum? It's camera, cam, camera, camera in orifice. Yeah, that's something to, that, that, that's back on the Whitley Strieber episode. So Krampus, the description of Krampus is that Krampus is a cloven hooved, half goat, half demon creature with red glowing eyes, a long tongue and multiple sets of horns, and that Krampus carries a pitchfork and a basket on its back that it can use for picking up naughty little kids thrown in its basket, uh, and also carries what they refer to as a switch, which is basically like a, a whip made out of the branches of a birch tree. Yeah, it's like a bundle of twigs, isn't it, that you lash people with? Yeah, yeah. like a bundle like a of twigs. Like a broom. And the whole idea is that he would beat naughty children with it. Yeah, so St. Nicholas or Santa Claus and and Mr. Krampus, they'd go around together and St. Nick would be the the friendly good one who'd give the good kids presents and if the good cop yeah the good cop and the bad kids would yeah. get beaten and stolen or if they weren't that bad they'd just get given coal or something that they didn't want. But the really bad kids would get beaten up and stolen by Mr. Krampus in his basket. Yeah. Why have we got to the point, or when did it when did it get to the point where, like, bad children were taken away or weren't given presents? Where does that come from? Why? Ah, uh, well, why is it good and bad? 
so not 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 being given presents is very much kind of you know these days Santa is the one who's got the good list and the naughty list, isn't yeah. it? Whereas very yeah. and he's checking it twice. He is checking it twice. Maybe actually he's only checking it once, but Krampus is checking it the second time. Krampus is checking his work, isn't he? To say actually yeah. this kid is a little toe rag. He's going in the basket. But yeah, so they I, it's 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 like your kind of uh, typical kind of fairy tale boogeyman thing, isn't it? Where you've got you know to make kids behave the threat is well if you're not if you're not well behaved basically the devil's going to steal you and throw you into hell so it was you know yeah. to, to to make kids behave themselves i remember you know and, and and people do this today don't they so mike you um you used to call my nieces pretending to be santa claus didn't you on behalf of on I behalf did, of yeah. my sister-in-law and my brother yeah. so mike would occasionally get a text saying i need a phone call from santa and Mike would phone and do a Santa voice. Ho, 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 I hear you're not being very well behaved. And it would stop them from being little gits. But imagine how much better that would have worked if you'd done it in a scary German demon voice. Yeah, with multiple said, horns, getting oh, yeah, stolen yeah, yeah. and beaten. Stop. Yeah, stop fuck. If I'd done my best, a low, a low German Nazi voice. Stop fucking around. Ah, hello. Stop fucking around or you're going, going in the basket. I'm going to whip you with birch trees and put you in my basket and put you in my little tank. It's just... Maybe that would have worked Maybe this less is what well, kids need these days. They need to be scared of more things because they g- would genuinely believe this stuff, wouldn't so they? Isn't yeah. this just the entire basis of every organised religion to <laughs> basically rule by fear, I think? Uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Well, the thing- and the Because the, like, like, like the Christians did, like the Catholics did, they kind of, because this, like Mike said, this, this Krampus was very much a pagan belief, mm. you know, this, this kind of mm. goat creature. But, he he existed prior to you know the story of Saint Nicholas, which is very much a, a Christian thing. So you know the threat of the naughty children being taken away to uh, you know by by this monster that that existed prior to the Catholics coming along, and then they kind of co-opted it like they do a lot of things, and they said actually yeah we'll have a bit of that, but he works with the saint. You know, he's 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 like the saint's bad friend. He's not he's not you know the whole of Christmas. So actually, he pre he predates Father Christmas. Mm. Yeah, maybe maybe there yeah, maybe there's they... no such thing as Santa Claus, but there is such a thing as Krampus. No, you're just talking nonsense. Indeed. But anyway, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. So December the fifth is what they call a Krampus run in these kind of like Slovakian countries where people dress up as Krampus and like run through the streets. Chasing where, children. Where is this Slovakia? And this this goes way back to like you know the eleventh, twelfth century. But back in the twelfth century, the Catholic Church tried to like banish any Krampus celebrations because of the symbolism of Krampus was too much like the devil, and they, they didn't want people kind of celebrating the devil in celebrating Krampus. Yeah. So the Catholics tried to ban him, didn't they? The I think it, yes. it, this this Krampus Nacht, this the the fifth of December, that is still a big thing in Austria, apparently. But in mm-hmm. the in the thirties, the Austrian government tried to ban it. Their Christian National Party tried to ban him. Uh, I think they did for a while, and I think the Nazis banned him when they took over in Germany. Yeah. But he persists. He persists. He's back in a big way. Like you said, he's got his own movies now, Mike. Yeah, got his own movies, but. Could it be that Krampus is with, you know, Father Christmas or Saint Nick, bit Jekyll and Hyde? So Santa, you know, Santa's got his jolly happy side for every now and then. Oh, like a split personality. Drinks a little magic potion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But it's, it's, it's that thing though, isn't it? Like if you think about Christmas traditions, it's always kind of been filled with obviously present giving and Christian cheer with the baby Jesus and all that. But also along with that has come, it's it's one of the traditional times through the year, like Halloween, where ghost stories are told. Obviously, you know, a Christmas carol is a ghost story predominantly about a guy who's who's visited by four spirits in the is night. Is it also, do you think and, about you know, a bit of inward reflection, looking at how you've conducted yourself over the year and sort of thinking to yourself, have I, have I, have I been a good soul? What do I need to do? And it's that whole thing of not being rewarded for bad behaviour. Yeah, potentially. I mean, it's a means of utilising fear to control the behaviour of children. I mean, it worked, it worked for me and my three kids, so, you know. <laughs> your, your, your birch twigs actually, tied together. Actually, to we, had, um, we had friends who were from America and they came over to here to work for a little while. And they were kind of conservative Texans. And they had what was referred to as a switch. And it was like a, a bendy punishment stick that they would, wow. you know, threaten their mm. children with and would deploy said stick at uh, appropriate intervals. Did one of them have a load of horns and a really long tongue? <laughs> no, no, not really, unless they were like, you know, in incognito. But yeah, they had a they had something called a switch, but they were they were quite careful about who they told about that, obviously, because those things are generally frowned upon over here these days. But not not Absolutely. in the southern states. <laughs> they do what they want over there, don't they? And now, now if you tell a kid they're going to get the Switch, they get excited because they think they're getting Absolutely. a handheld console. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Nintendo. Do you think, I mean, obviously, you know, like Yule and everything was all pagan, wasn't it? You know, the, the idea of, you know, mm-hmm. families getting together and all that stuff in winter. Because it's cold, you want people together. It's a bit difficult these days with COVID. But back then, you know, they wanted to make sure people were together by the hearth, warm. You know, it was the end of one year, settling in for the winter. A little bit like when we were talking about Halloween, back on Halloween. You know, the, these kind of, the, these events that are now kind of part of the Christian calendar, they started out in pagan ritual, didn't they? Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, this idea that the, almost the... I'm not going to say the spirit of Christmas, but the 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 thing that the Germanic people associated most with Christmas was a monster that would punish you for being bad, more so than, you know, Father Christmas as he is now, where it's a, a much more happy, jolly, big fat man with a beard rather than a monster with horns. It's kind of, you know, the that, that evolution of things. So, so what you're saying is that effectively Santa Claus is the woke version of Krampus. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. He's millennial Krampus. <laughs> But yeah, so one one of the things with the Krampusnacht on the 5th of December is, so obviously, you know, Krampus visits, that's when he comes. He doesn't come on Christmas Eve like Santa, but he'd, he'd come on the 5th of December and he'd steal away the bad kids or he'd beat them up or whatever it was. But it's customary in some places to leave schnapps out for him, very similar to how we leave brandy or port out for Santa Claus. Mm. So have you ever have mm. you thought perhaps when you leave a brandy out on Christmas Eve, it's not for Santa? That's for Krampus. Mm, little sweetener. Get, get him drunk. Yeah. Get him drunk well and then he be. won't take my horrible Could children away. Well but they, you know, they, they, there is definitely that element of, you know, like we were talking about, you know, the, the Catholics tried to get rid of him because he was too devilly. You know, the Nazis, the Christian party in Austria, they wanted to get rid of him because he was too devilly. And, you know, the description of him does sound like, you know, like a description of yeah. Black Philip from the oh, witch. Cloven-hoof. Or, you know, Cloven-hoof, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
half goat, but, half demon. But they couldn't keep Krampus down, and he kind of came in and out of popular culture in in Germany or, or you know Germanic countries. But he also is mm. now quite popular in America because he's been in films and things, you know, like Chris, like yeah. Chris, like yeah, yeah. Christoph Waltz. You know, he started out in Germany or Austria, <laughs> wherever he's from. Now he's famous in the States. I sent you guys a picture of one earlier, but there's uh, Krampus cards that you can get that are, I think they're really cool looking. They're just like old-fashioned old kind of creepy gothic pictures of this this demon with a huge kind of Gene Simmons tongue putting putting children yeah. putting children driving in baskets. Driving a car. Yeah, or driving a car, putting children yeah. in baskets and taking them away. They're great. So it's obviously, it's it's an idea that, although it's relatively new, I, I think, at least in, in my consciousness, it's obviously something that's been around for an awful long time in those Germanic countries. Yeah. And it's got real stay in power. Yeah, I like the idea that there's, there's been attempts to cancel Krampus at numerous points and he's come yeah. back. I love the idea of perhaps, I don't know, giving some sort of PR or marketing agency in London lots of money with a view of sort of saying, right, Krampus is that, he's having a tough time at the minute. We need to reinvent him for, for the next generation. What can we do? We've got to rebrand Krampus. Yeah. We've we've got to get him a new logo. We've had him all wrong all this time. Well, to to an extent, do you think that's what they did with Santa Claus? Considering Krampus was the original. Well, I think Santa Claus. I, I think I'm right in saying he was a. I mean, joking about marketing departments. He was a product of the Coca-Cola company, wasn't he? In terms of how he looks, you know, currently. Dressed in red. Because he, was, he red, didn't used red to red wear red, did he? It was only when Coke got hold of him. Yeah. No, it was green. Yeah, I think uh, uh, only the red outfit, though, I think, is uh, is derived from Coca-Cola. Everything else, you know, the big beard and yeah. the jolly fat man. I think that was all Oh, He was, al- all he was already fat. He'd not been drinking too yeah. much uh, high, high sugar Coke. Okay. I'd like to recommend actually to the Coca-Cola company that they do a similar job for Krampus. Oh. You could have the whole, it's like Pepsi Coke again. And Pepsi, Pepsi <laughs> could yeah, be Krampus. Pe- pe- and Pepsi can have Krampus because it's what the bad kids Coke's get. Got Santa. And you know, like when you have all the lorries <laughs> driving around, you've obviously got the red ones for Coke. You have black ones yeah. for Krampus. Black and, yeah, black and red. Like holidays are coming. Holidays <laughs> so, are so coming. So effectively, what, there, we, what we've concluded driving the truck is that full of kids. Krampus is Wario for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Christmas Wario. Yeah, because he's, he, he's seen as being a companion. Well, this is it. So how is, how is Krampus knacked on the 5th of December, but then he would also go round at the same time with with St. Nicholas, Santa Claus, whatever we're calling him. What's Well, because that's the thing, I think. Uh, so St. Nicholas's Day is either the 5th or the 6th of December, based on, I, I think it's the day that he died. And that that's when that's when Santa in Germanic tradition would travel around as well. It's only in other traditions that it's it, that it's that it's the day before Jesus's birthday. Because if you think about it, what what has Santa giving presents out got to do with Jesus? I don't know. It's and actually, and Jesus absolutely nothing. I'm pretty sure that um, Jesus haven't they kind of. I mean, you know, if we're to believe this, Jesus was actually born in October sometime. From from what I've read, and he's yeah. and for some reason yeah, it got that not not no December not December twenty fifth, and there's lots of um lots of evidence. I'm going to say that loosely. For I heard I heard he was born in June nineteen eighty, and that he's a startlingly handsome man from uh, from Great Malvern in Worcestershire. <laughs> okay. No, I think I think you're getting confused there. I'm I'm not saying I'm Jesus. That's for other people to say. You just want them to say that you're Jesus. That, that you have risen joke. again. Okay. 
so yeah, I was saying earlier, he's categorised as a companion of St. Nicholas. And do you guys know of another famous companion of St. Nicholas? Rudolph. Um, One that's probably Claus? Not, not so fondly looked upon in these modern woke days. Rudolph? Is it, is it Rudolph, the, no. Rudolph the racist reindeer? Uh, close. He's called Schwarz Pete or Black what? Pete. Right, okay. No, go on. If you, if you want to Google Black Pete, you'll see why. I've heard of Black Pete before, but I thought, I, I thought it, it was one of those things that I can't remember the specific European country that was very gung-ho about maintaining it as a tradition, despite kind of global condemnation that it was not very appropriate. It's kind of like Belgian, Luxembourg, yeah. Holland. It's basically a guy. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm laughing because I've just seen the photos. Okay. Yes, isn't that, isn't it's that, very un-PC. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, interesting. So it says the low countries. But, what? What? Where are the low countries? That is like Belgium. Belgium, Holland, places like that. So kind of like low as in altitude. Yeah, so it says participants portraying Zvart Pete, typically black face up, wearing exaggerated red lipstick and a nappy or kinky wig. Jesus Christ. And <laughs> and like Krampus, he was traditionally the one punishing ill-behaved children by beating them with a birch rod or even taking them to Spain in a sack. <laughs> Do you think to Spain? <laughs> off, off to Benidorm? Yeah. I was going to say, I've, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start being worse then if I get a free holiday to Spain. Svart Pete. Now, the, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to condone Black Pete at all. I think that's horrific. But, no. But that, that to me looks like it's, it's, it's probably taken from the same idea as Krampus. But if anything, like you know, people in the people in the Middle Ages would have been probably encouraged by the Catholic Church to do that instead of dress like a devil, even though, to my mind, that is worse. Well, it's interesting because Lisa's just got a a bit of research and apparently that Black Peter, one of the explanations for his appearance is the soot from the chimney. So he's another going down the chimney type. He's Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. We're back to Mario again, aren't we? Well, I mean, they were pipes, admittedly. But I mean, he was a plumber. He wasn't, but yeah. Oh, there's another one as well. There's, oh, there's somebody called Sinterklaas, and he's, a, he's apparently a, a prankster that looks like an albino Santa Claus. Ying to the Black oh, Peter's yank. <laughs> yeah. So I like Krampus, or rather... I like the idea of Krampus. I think it's I think it's a it, it's quite a cool creepy old folklorey kind of idea and I, that that stuff I think resonates more with me than than aliens and things. You know, I just yeah. find it more interesting. So do you think could there be something to it? <laughs> no. No, it's clearly a boogeyman story for parents to put the fear of Krampus into their children to make sure they behave. Yeah. Mike, never never put the fear of Krampus into children. <laughs> That's the absolute worst thing that we could ever do. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Oh, but no, you know, I think it's it's a good it's it's a you know, it's a bit like a fairy tale, isn't it? It's it's, it's a bit it's a, fo- a, a folklore, isn't it? Yeah. 
It's it's a means to an end. Yeah, but to 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 play Krampus advocate, Krampus, Krampus advocate, Krampus advocate. <laughs> so because yeah, the, the one of the things I find quite interesting about it is that the description of him is very similar to you know a lot of other quite you know kind of folklorish or you know pagan things, whether that's like satyrs or fauns, Pan, yeah, Pan, yeah, yeah. Baphomet, the devil, obviously. What was the guy out of? Uh, what was the guy out of? Um, Chronicles of Narnia, the one that was clearly some kind Mr. of Mr. Tumnus. He, he was Rongan. a fawn. I mean, yeah. it Mr. Tumnus, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tumnus but to Krampus. Krampus? It's not Krampus, far to go. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Mike, yeah. he's got yeah. your favourite characteristics. He's cloven hoofed. And the amount of times you said cloven hoofed. And red glowing yeah. eyes. Yeah. yeah. Loves but a cloven hoof. Yeah, so, you know, the, but, but there, there seems to be this tradition of kind of these capricious goat men. You know, in in yeah. in, a, in a lot of like old world legends and folklore, mm. doesn't there? So do you not think maybe there is like a possibly like a race of goat men? You know, we know lizard men are real. We know the pig man's real. We've already we've already agreed all that. <laughs> so why 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 not evil goat men with magic powers, Mike? Why not? Why not indeed? But Matt, the bigger question is who would win in a fight between these demonic goat men and? Lizard people. Well, lizard people. Who would win? Lizard people. Would it be? I think we'll have to find out in Fright Club <laughs> round two. <laughs> Eddie Lisa, Coming what do you Coming in 2022. <laughs> Eddie Lisa, what do you think about Krampus? I think it's a great story, yeah. They kind of, they look like every other kind of mid-European, you know, Germanic, Austrian, Swiss folklore type creature, don't they? You know, they like a bit of, uh, like a bit of goat over there, but it probably comes from, you know, kind of Vikings <laughs> and kind of come down from from that way because they kind of spread down didn't they from Denmark from uh, Scandinavia so uh, I, th- I think it's I think it's a great little character and I'd never ever heard of him until last week when Mike said we're doing Krampus next week so um, are you saying are you saying you think it could be true or are you are you saying no but I, I like the idea of you know, people 2,000 years ago putting goat horns on their heads and going around and scaring <laughs> kids and giving them, you know, a bit of a bit of a whip before, you know, just to kind of keep them in line. You're getting an insight into my married life right here. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. They do it to this well, day still. Well, yes, they yeah, they do. But I, I like... But, I'd quite like to go to a Krampus run in Austria. I think that'd be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, maybe... I like to dress like the devil every uh, now and then. If, if COVID can just do one, please, and give us all a break... Road trip. I like Krampus. I'm just going to just play my cards. I like to think that Krampus is for slightly cooler kids. He's like your alternative. I like to think that when he arrives, he's like listening to The Cure really loudly. Yeah. I just like him. He's not listening to The Cure. He's listening to some kind of Danish death metal band. <laughs> Quite possibly. Why not like German techno based on oh, where he's from? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's got some, he's got some craft oh, yeah, work on. I think... Um, I'm, yeah, or um, maybe he's listening to that. Oh God, what's that guy called? Oh, the yodeling guy. Or just the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what his name is, but that guy's amazing. Yeah, I like to think. Yeah, he's just a little bit alternative. Yeah, blasting David Hasselhoff. Salzburg for the Krampus run. Yeah, next I mean, December. I'm all up for some Krampus, aren't we all? I think I think until I've been on the Krampus run and I've seen him, I think I can't confirm or deny if I believe in Krampus. I'm more inclined to believe in Krampus than Santa Claus. Well, perhaps that's the that's the unique gift that this Christmas has brought us. It's taken a former skeptic and returned him to <laughs> us as a believer, all in the name of Krampus. Well, there you go. It's a Christmas miracle. And that was our bonus Christmas special. 
and also the final podcast that we're releasing in 2021. What a year it's been. We released our first podcast of this reboot of Skeptics and Believers back in January. We've had a large number of listeners downloading and listening to our episode. So thank you everyone who's listened so far and subscribed to the podcast. And hopefully you'll join us in 2022 when we'll be discussing some more spooky shit and finding out whether we believe or don't believe in all that stuff as skeptics and believers. So if you haven't already, please do like and subscribe. You can contact us on email at skepticsandbelieverspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, which is S and B pod and the number one, or you can follow us on the gram, which is skeptics, believers pod. But from all of us here at skeptics and believers, we hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a great new year. And we're going to take a break and we'll be back on the 24th of January where we will be discussing the bell, Witch. so until then, please do take care of yourselves. This podcast has been brought to you by Obsidian Shark Productions. The music featured in this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org and is used under the Creative Commons license. More details can be found on our website.